Chapter 9 Her soft curls carried the fresh scent of a rose as they touched his cheeks and tickled his skin. The thought of brushing aside her fragrant locks never crossed his mind. He rested beside her with his eyes closed. He was happy and content. It had been a long time since he had felt the warmth of her body. He drew her close in his arms and held her. Since he was a young boy, he had dreamed of lying beside her in the cool afternoon shade, resting in the lush green fields of Dalriada. He felt strong as she rested close to him. His heart, at last, knew satisfaction. She stirred. He opened his eyes. Her face was like that of an angel, her skin aglow with an unearthly light, without blemish or flaw. Her breathing was rhythmic and steady. What more could a man desire? Her beauty belonged to him and to him alone. He would keep her and protect her, and she would never know want or sorrow. He would be her provider, her defender. He would fight for her, for her hand and for her honor. Again, she stirred. Yet this time her breathing was uneven and labored. Her body shook. He lifted to sit straight. She began to cough. He shook her gently to wake her. Her coughing intensified. She opened her eyes and searched for him, yet her gaze found only emptiness. Arabella. He said. Arabella. But she could not see with her eyes. And she could not hear with her ears. Arabella, it's me. He pulled her closer. Her coughing came in violent bouts. She stood and broke from his grasp. She gazed about, frantically feeling the air like a blind mother searching the darkness for her lost child. Her chest heaved as she coughed, and she gasped for air. She fought to speak, Kenneth. His name fell from her lips. Kenneth tried to stand and reach for her, but his legs would not allow him. His eyes fell to his feet, iron chains anchored him. He pulled himself along the ground, fighting to draw closer, and he stretched out his arms to touch her, but she was beyond his reach. A smoky fog slowly filled the void between the two lovers. She moved and was lost from sight. Arabella. He called. He could hear her coughing amid the smoky haze. Her last cry came, Kenneth, Ken. Her voice rang in his ears. He fought his chains, tearing at the ground, but the chains refused. He stared into the fog and caught a final glimpse of his beloved. And then she vanished. Her cry echoed in his heart, Ken, Ken, Cowl, Cowl, Cowl. Kenneth's eyes opened to the dreary morning sky. The dark grey clouds churned overhead, denying any glimpse of the sun's warm light. A large black raven sat perched on the prison wall above where Kenneth lay, watching Kenneth with a singular eye and then twitching its head to spy Kenneth with the other eye. The angry bird stared a moment longer and then crowed again, Cowl, Cowl, Cowl. Kenneth cursed. Arabella was gone. He had never held her. She was never by his side. Every touch, every scent, every image that had captured his heart had been a lie, a curse, a damnable vision that served only to drive him mad. He stewed in anger. He vowed that he would no longer live his life in such abject misery. He refused to submit another day to the Viking savages. He refused to live as another man's slave. Rage welled in his heart, and delirium gripped his soul. A plan formed in his maniacal mind, he would have his vengeance, and he would have it now. He would rush the prison wall in a screaming fury. He would rouse the sleeping Vikings from their peaceful slumber, 
and he would force them to contend with his wrath, even to the death. He didn't care if he was reckless. He would be dangerous, very dangerous. A restless strength surged in his limbs, and a fierce anger steeled his heart. He lifted himself from the ground and stood. He saw nothing, considered nothing, loved nothing. His legs erupted below him, and he rushed the prison wall in a dash of madness. His steps were quick but few. A tight tub locked his feet, and his body hurled forward. The sudden impact of his face hitting the ground nearly broke his nose. He lifted his head, and blood trickled over his lips. He glared back at the shackles binding his ankles. Cow, cow, cow. The large black bird leapt from its perch and stretched its wings in flight. Kenneth watched as the creature rose effortlessly into the air. The bird flew high into the sky and disappeared beyond the tall pine trunks of the fortress wall. Kenneth lay motionless on the ground. He slowly breathed in and out, and his mind replayed the vision that had graced his sleep moments before. Then Kenneth made a silent promise to himself. A promise he intended to keep. Chorich had only moments to linger. He could not stay long. He had convinced Les and Ronan of his plan, and the three young Scots were anxious, Perth was waiting. The plan was dangerous, but they had no choice. They had agreed they would depart without notice, and they would do so at once, yet not before Chorich could be sure she was safe and secure. Chorich separated from his comrades on the path east to Perth, promising to rendezvous with them on the road ahead. He left Les and Ronan to see Siana. Chorich dismounted his horse two hundred yards from his home. He concealed himself behind a grove of yews. Separating the branches of the thick bushes, he gazed across the field. There she stood, alone in her garden. He watched his young wife as she tended the small patch of potatoes the two had planted in the spring. She seemed at peace in her work. Her braids sat pinned behind her ears, keeping her curls from her eyes. Chorich loved her sandy brown hair. She dragged her hoe through the soil at her feet, working and turning the tender soil. He wanted to go to her. As a man, he desired to run to her and hold her and tell her that he was going, and that he would soon return. Yet as a warrior, he suppressed his desires. He knew he could not go to her and please her and then leave her again. She would be better off if she were left in her peace, or so he convinced himself. The moments passed as he watched her. She paused from her plowing and stood to rest. Chorich lowered his head. She looked up at the sky and gazed for a long while. Chorich wondered of her thoughts. She was lovely. Maybe he could go to her. She peered about the field, even pausing as she looked in his direction. He stared back at her. She never saw him. She brushed back a tuft of hair that dangled across her cheek. She rested a moment longer and then returned to her chore. Chorich remained concealed. Going to her would only break her. She wouldn't understand? I'll return soon, when all this has passed, he whispered to himself. Then he released his grip of the branches, and he left Siana. From the distance, he hadn't noticed that his wife's body was changing. Had he known she carried their child, he may have gone to her. Had he gone to her, he may have never left. 